0: Hey, I'm Ben, founder of Cashflow Podcasting, and excited to talk to you today about the top three podcast planning mistakes that we see. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about business podcasts. This is any business that's looking to use podcasting as part of their marketing, as part of their community, communication, uh, and education. And what we see when people are planning a podcast um, is a big piece of You don't know what you don't know. When you're trying to do anything in a new arena, uh, you're trying to learn a new skill, you're trying to start a podcast, a blog, a video series, anything like that. Um, I think people can get a little bit hung up on not knowing what they don't know. So let's talk through the biggest mistakes we see people make so that you can avoid them. And at the end of the day, The fundamental um, change that makes all the difference, and we've got some lovely birds here this morning, is um, thinking of the podcast as your opportunity to be a guide, a coach, an educator for your audience. So if you have that mindset going into planning your podcast and you use that as a uh, metric for every decision that you make, then you can't go wrong because at the end of the day that is the piece that matters. If you can be a good educator, a good guide, you are in your audience's corner, you're the one that's advocating for them, you know, your your podcast is going to do great. So, let's talk through what this looks like. Mistake number 1. Um essentially, people come into podcasting thinking that it's all about them as the host. When you're podcasting, it's really all about your audience. So, when, when you're thinking about any decision about the podcast, should you do it weekly? Should it be interviews or should it be solo teaching episodes? Uh, what should you name it? Any of those kinds of things, any of those questions you have to think from your audience's perspective. And so if you get really clear on this is who my audience is, if you can define who your audience is, then all the other pieces get so much easier because you are then Creating the podcast for a community, for a, a group of people, it's not just you know, kind of a, a thing that you thought was a good idea and you're putting it together. That is where we see podcasts not gain much traction because when people come across your show, it doesn't feel like it's for them. Um, that's the that's the test, and I'll talk about this in some of the other episodes. Is is this for me? Does it stand out to where people immediately know, yes, this is the podcast for me? So one. Always make decisions from your audience's perspective and think of your audience first, um, not what you think might be a great idea and, and, you know, that that piece of it. Number two, the, the mistake we see people make is assuming that if they create a podcast and put it out there, it will automatically gain an audience and it will automatically grow all by itself. I don't need to promote it. I don't need to have an audience. I don't need to share it on social. I don't need to do any of that stuff. If I put it on, on uh, iTunes, which it's called Apple Podcasts now, but you know, everybody thinks about it as, as iTunes. If I just throw it up on iTunes, then I'll have people start instantly listening to it and I'll be able to build an audience from the podcast without having to do any promotion whatsoever. False. What we find is podcasting is a little bit like um uh, rolling a snowball down a hill. If you can pack an initial snowball, which is your your initial audience and get it rolling down the hill, get some momentum going, it picks up some steam and it starts growing on its own, but you have to have that initial grouping to promote and share the podcast with. So when you launch a new show, uh, we find, you know, if you have an email list, a social following, if you are involved in online communities like Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, um, if you have a client list, or if you are, are personally involved in professional networks where your podcast is going to be a helpful, valuable tool, these people fit into your target audience, then that's your initial snowball, Um, But don't assume that you can just throw it up on, on, you know, Apple podcasts or Spotify or whatever, and you'll have an audience overnight. And you know, this will be the tool or the channel that will help you start and grow your audience. It's the channel that will help you over time build momentum in growing your audience. But especially at the beginning, it's helpful to have some cross promotion, some audience to start with. Um or to tap into an existing community to create your podcast for them and share it with those folks. So that's number two. Number three is people uh, often assume that they can't uh, share the fact that this is a podcast that uh hosted by a business person. Like they they assume that they can't sell through the podcast, which at the end of the day, you aren't selling through the podcast. What you are doing is you're educating, you're communicating, you are supporting your audience, and then you are giving them clear next steps, clear places they can go when they want more help or when they want to take the next step from what they've learned in the podcast or what they've discovered through your podcast. So in this way, you aren't selling, you aren't, uh, you know, opening every episode with an ad, you aren't, you know, flashing ads in the middle of your episode, you aren't getting Super into the self promotion piece, but what you are doing is you are thinking from your audience's perspective, and when they listen to an episode and they want to then actually implement what you're talking about, or they want help working on whatever it is you're talking about in in your business in your space, then you need to give them a very clear, simple next step uh, to take, so that you can actually help them get that result. So. Uh, for example, with our business, our go-to lead magnet, we have a book called Podcast Strategies, and it's all about the strategies that we use and that we have found in working with clients, in producing shows, and in doing this for you know coming up on 10 years now. So um, you can find that on our website, cashflowpodcasting.com forward slash book. Um, and so that is a perfect next step for someone if they are watching this video, they wanted to learn what those, you know, traps and and pitfalls that they could fall into or the mistakes that everybody else is making. And they wanted to actually start implementing and creating uh, their own podcast. So um, I would encourage you check out that book. And also, you know, if you have outlined a podcast, if you're thinking about launching a podcast for your business or your brand, connect with us and chat with somebody on our team. So our podcast coaches are standing by. Um, You can uh, book a call or schedule a call with us through the cashflowpodcasting.com website. You'll see the link up in the top right corner to schedule a call. Um, But at the end of the day, what we find is those are the three traps that new podcasters get stuck in. And with any of those three, the podcast is not an effective marketing tool. You know, if it's not for the right audience or if it's not built for an audience, if it isn't promoted and shared out there into the community of your target audience, and if it doesn't actually give people next steps when they're ready to get some help or when they're ready to make a bigger result, then you're not actually going to see the results you want to see through podcasting. So hope you've gotten a lot out of this. Um, I really appreciate you hanging out here with me today. Definitely go to the website, book a call with us if you want to talk through your podcast idea and see if it makes sense. Um, But I appreciate it. Have a lovely week and we'll be back next week.